Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 6.08, and good morning. Happy Thursday. KCO Day radio program. Oh, my voice feels so much better today. So uh, I'm sure I just jinxed it, and it'll suck here in an hour. But, hey, we'll, you know, we'll truck through. Coming up on the show, people getting a little creative during the uh, lockdown. Getting, uh, you know, spicing up the marriage. Good. Just, you know, certain things you shouldn't do. Certain things you might see on the internet you just shouldn't do. Uh, we'll explore that with uh, one couple who decided to, uh, well, spice things up. Also, uh, and uh, we will not take glee in this. I, I I don't want to, I actually get a little bothered by some of these, because I'll, I'll play a piece of audio where it sounds like President Silver Alert doesn't know where he is, and everyone's like, 25th Amendment, this. Well, you know that they don't re-hold an election, right? They would just put Harris in. So I think it's I think it's really important that you try to understand all the nuances here. And I think that a piece of audio that emerged yesterday might be one of the most revealing. There are some people out there, some who theorize that Joe Biden ain't running anything. Have you heard this? Have you heard this theory? And so when you get a piece of audio that both makes it look like he doesn't know where he is, but also that he's really not in charge of stuff, it's kind of doubly depressing. Because at least you want to know who's calling the shots, right? So if uh, an executive order is signed, like one having to do with guns, which was um, suggested uh, yesterday, you want to have some... some like, you never thought that Donald Trump wasn't putting those together, right? To his spe- I mean, he wasn't writing them, but you know what I mean. Sometimes to his detriment, to be quite honest with you. I have, 
I have no idea uh, who's running things over in the Oval Office right now, but I'm firmly convinced that it really ain't Joe Biden. So this is, uh, Biden was holding a little presser yesterday. And, and by the way, I'm going to play you two pieces of audio from Joe Biden at different times of the day. And they're remarkably different. Which is uh, another, did that stand, that stood out to you as well? Ross is shaking his head. Ross is eating something, so I'm not picking his brain. What are you eating, by the way? Is that yogurt? No, it's disgusting, please. This is a... Jimmy Dean Meat Lovers Simple oh, Scramblers. Yeah, those yeah. are good, man. Yeah, very good. I noticed only the turkey ones were left when I got down there. Nope. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. I picked up the good one. I was like, nope, 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 yep. Okay. Yeah, they got turkey egg white ones for psychopaths, and then they have, uh, you know, meat ones. All right, so anyway, but you noticed when you were dubbing the audio in, this sounds like two different people at different times of the day. Yeah, and I've had a theory about that for a while. Wait, is it, a, the, is it a clone theory? It is not a clone theory. Oh, okay. It's not an alien theory, believe right. it or not. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Same with the debates back in the day, where he would disappear for an entire day, or like actually two or three days. You wouldn't see him. You'd put a lid on it. Yeah. You'd have no Joe Biden, and he'd be gone. You wouldn't see him. And then he would be performing at a debate, say like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And I was saying, my theory back then was, he's sleeping during the day. They're adjusting the sleep he's cycle. He's sleeping his cycle, so he can wake up and be... Because when you get older and you suffer certain... It's called know, sundowning. Yeah, sundowning. You wake up, you're better when you first wake up, and as the day goes on, you lose that uh, spark or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, which inherently Joe Biden, as a career politician, has had to have, right? There's not many politicians that can run around and generally be unlike. There are politicians you don't like and you can't understand how they're likable, but to their constituency that keeps reelecting them. Obviously, there's something there. So I want to play these back-to-back. We'll go ahead and get this started. The first one is him, uh, and his chief of staff is Ron Klain. You know, there was another story we didn't get to earlier this week where they were talking about um, how they are uh, keeping in touch frequently with uh, Barack Obama on on policy decisions. So, you you know... I, you, I think you're getting president by committee right now, and I don't mean in the traditional cabinet sense. I mean, essentially, they've turned it over to the party, and the party can then dictate uh, how it's going. At least, all, you know, at least they appeared to make it not look that way with previous presidents. So Joe Biden's holding a press conference. He then doesn't have a clue what's supposed to come next. They've probably talked to him and told him not to say that he'll take questions because every time they've done that, they have the screaming interns that then step in between uh, Joe Biden and the press. So he here is him going to Ron Klain to figure out what the hell he's supposed to do or who the hell he's supposed to hand this off to. Um, now we're going to get down to business here. And, uh, and uh, Ron, who am I turning this over to? Well, I, well, well uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. <laughs> I think it's uh, time for the press, our friends in the press to leave, though. Thank you. Now, um, Joe Biden has a press conference today where he's going to take questions. That's today, by the way. So uh, I'll be very interested to see what the rest of his day looks like. Um, You know what? I should actually, I should have looked this up. Um, Figure out what's on the old presidential schedule today. 
Because with Ross's, Ross's theory about debates, it would be interesting to see if the president really doesn't do anything all day and tell his thing later. All right, so that was, that was him, and the video's more striking because he looks genuinely confused. There's confusion in his eyes. Here is, at another time of the day, a much more animated Joe Biden on teleprompter. You know, I've told my daughters, granddaughters, from the time they were old enough to understand what I was saying, and I mean it, there's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Really? You want to make a list? And by the way, that list goes both ways. But if we're just going on things that men do better, uh, parking, jar opening. Ross is married, so he can't participate, but he didn't wave me off any of these. The point being that there are things that women do better and there are things that men do better. There's not total equality there from every individualized task. So, you know, but hey, when, you know, when your speech is, when there's no requirement to 100% be saying things that are provable and fact-checkable, that's fine. You Then you can just go with pure platitudes and uh, people will go ahead and accept on that, but... I, uh, again, I will be very interested to see what else is on the Biden schedule today before we get to the uh, the press conference later today. And as you can imagine, we'll be watching that. Also, maybe something comes up. You never know. I mean, you got the dude tripping upstairs because of a gust of wind. I just saw a video before the show of him going up. Uh, the flight of stairs at Air Force One again, and like his left side of his body is just is as flat as can be. It's not moving. It's yeah. it's bizarre. I don't know if you've seen that video. The it's straight very, on video. Yeah, it's yeah. very strange, man. It doesn't look right. His gait's been really concerning for a while. There's been theories out there. I'm sure you've heard about the Parkinson's theory, where you have videos of uh, his hands trembling while he's talking during the campaign. Well, and, and and here's the only thing I'll say. I don't want to individualize individually diagnose stuff. Exactly right. Because I got I got really irritated with that with Donald Trump. They're like uh, this oh, yeah. gate, and then if, because he leaned forward too much, right? Then they were coming up. They were they were like WebMD, right? Yeah, you go from one uh, extreme to the other. But right now you can't even talk about it. But you can sit here and you can you can observe that and wonder what's going on. I'm not a doctor though, so I I don't know. And also, just because somebody has a physical issue doesn't mean that mentally they're not there. You know, FDR would be an example of that. You may question some of the decisions he made and the the sharp turn towards uh, socialism, many of his programs were, but I don't think he wasn't in control of his mental faculties when he was doing it. I think he, that's what he thought was what he needed to do. This is different. This is off this is off Joe Biden as we know him. I'm telling you, watch some Joe Biden footage. Watch any Joe Biden footage around the Clarence Thomas era. You won't recognize the dude. Watch Joe Biden as vice president giving speeches. Those are very different people. And so my beef is not with Joe Biden. My beef is 
it becomes then impossible to understand who's pulling the strings. Because if you can't, you know, Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden are, are besties. You guys know that, right? They are very, they have been very good friends for years and years and years. And I can't remember um, where I heard this, but do you know there was only one senator who was invited to Joe Biden's son's funeral? Do you know who that senator was? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell says that Joe Biden hasn't spoken to him since inauguration. Or maybe it was since election. But we'll go with at least inauguration. And I understand that Mitch McConnell's not the uh, head of the Senate at this point. That's fine. But Mitch McConnell is the head of the Republicans in the Senate. And Mitch McConnell, with the swing of one vote, will be the head of the Senate. And you got to at least hedge your bets that that could happen in the next election cycle. All right, now people are sending me their emails. Uh, men can pick a place to eat better. That's true. That's true. Gold star. Women can have a baby better. Yeah, breaking news on that. Uh, men are much better at being quiet. For the most part. Yeah. You just you know, sit there in silence. It's nice. What are you thinking? Nothing. Not a damn thing. No, no, no. What, what are you thinking? I'm defragging my brain. Nothing. No, but you're thinking about that, what are you, are you thinking really about not. us? I'm, I'm, I'm not. Are the, is there a problem? Did I do something? <laughs> Why don't you love me anymore? What? what? Ah, no. I just said you're quiet. Leave me alone. Spider killing. Yep. Oh, yeah. We kill monsters. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Yeah, Bill, what's up? Hey man, I do not know a woman who can pee her name in the snow. Would you want to meet her? It would be interesting. Yeah, that's uh, you know. You don't know until you present day. with that. So Well, hey. All right. All right, all right, I'll put it on the list. Thank you, Bill. That's true. I don't know. I think I know some women who could. Those mountain women are not to be trifled with. Just saying.
Yeah, Chris, what's up? Hey, good morning. I'm just wondering about, you know, I'm 64 years old, and at some point we had to make decisions as children for our parents that they could no longer drive or that they'd no longer be able to to write checks or make business decisions about things. And I wonder at what point will someone have to to be able to handle that with uh, with Biden? Uh, I, I, again, I don't, I don't know, um, and I'm not a doctor, and you know, would to the mo- it's like anything else. The more sample you have, the better you are able to understand the data. And we have very limited sample with Joe Biden. He doesn't take questions. He does very few events during the day. Um, this press conference today, whatever it looks like, I think will be informative to the unless they tweak the methodology or the way that it works. So I I just I don't know, sir. But the difference with your parents is they're not president of the United States and able to achieve your agenda. So, but the, you know they can kill people and you know driving cars and making improper decisions. And I and I look at him with someone that that has the nuclear codes and things that he does. At some point, you would assume that he would be required to take a cognitive test. I mean, of course they did it to Trump, so they ought to do it to Biden. And uh, so well, they, didn't have force, to be- they didn't force Trump to. I think Trump just wanted to brag about doing it, which he did. Yeah. Um, well, they made question. I had I, questions about cons- it. I, I look. I hear what you're saying. I'm not on. I'm not on the uh, the Newt Codes bandwagon. I understand that unilaterally. Obviously, the president is the decision maker there. But there's there's a lot of people involved in that. That being said, oh, it's so gross. Ross ate a piece of bacon that fell on the counter. Buddy got it in less than half a second, so. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking about my counter in here, which is gross. All right, 623, KCO Day radio program. Hang on. Your day, smarter, and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. Oh, and uh, prepare yourself for the following narrative because you're going to hear a whole bunch of it as uh, as we uh, dive through news over the next few weeks. Governor Cooper has proposed $27.3 billion in spending, which would be the most we've ever spent here in North Carolina. And yes, he's got his pet projects in there, the one he vetoed teacher raises for, but... The narrative is, look at him. He wants to raise teacher pay. Why would you fight this man? We'll detail it coming up. Meg Weehy is the deputy director of the Institute of Taxation and Economic Policy. It's a bunch of leftists. In Newsweek magazine, Ms. Weehy writes that state governments should not wait for Washington to soak the rich with higher taxes. She says the states should begin to do that themselves right now. She says that her Take Your Money Institute researched every state's taxation system, and they concluded that most states don't capture enough money from high-income households. Now, this supposedly leads to income inequality and the other problems libs complain about when they want your money. The bottom line, Ms. Weehy thinks that states should whack the rich harder right now instead of waiting for progressives to whack the rich from Washington. Ms. Weehy, haven't you noticed that liberal states have been slamming rich residents with high taxes for decades, and that's why so many people are leaving these high-tax states for low-tax states? 
and they're taking their money with them. They are running away from you, Ms. Weehee, and they're going to keep running away from you, Ms. Weehee, because they have sense. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right, 637 and uh, good morning. Oh, yes, I was going to share this little nugget with you. Have you seen the new Mexican nose mask? Have you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll send this over to Ross so he can bless all of you with it. Uh, here on the uh, Twitter account, which is at KC on the radio. You should go check that out. I thought this was a, I thought it was an onion thing until I saw that CBS News was the one who did the report. Suppose you want to sit outdoors and enjoy a cup of coffee, but you don't want to be a super spreader. Researchers in Mexico say they've come up with a compromise for those times when you need to lift your regular mask every time you either take a sip or take a bite to eat. It's a special nose-only mask you wear under your main mask. So then when it's time to eat or drink, you can pull your main mask down or off, but still keep your nose mask on, which totally doesn't look like a clown nose at all. Are you looking at this absurdity? No, the pitch it's taking a long time to load. Oh no. What? I'm watching these idiots have a little outdoor dining here. <laughs> so absurd. Uh it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, you can see it now? Yeah, so it looks like a second mini mask that goes over your nose under the first mask. Right, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? I understand oh, why they're please. flooding the border now. Oh, my God. I'd want out of Mexico, too. This is the shenanigans going on behind me. This is what you should claim asylum under. Show them a picture of this insanity. So there you go. What color do you want one? I mean, if I was going to go there, I'd have to go red. You'd have to go full clown. You want full clown? Yeah. 
Do you want uh, Do you want the Dig Bickham's version or uh, is there one? There should we'll, be. We'd love one. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary outlaw. That's why I wear a nose mask under my main mask. <laughs> That is so stupid. We'll tweet that out for you so you can check it out. You know I like horror movies, right? Yeah, same here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, and one of the movies I liked, not because of all of the hype, it was like Black Panther. Or if you just, just say, hey, watch Black Panther, I'd be like, okay, that's a decent Marvel movie. But then there's always all the hype that's behind it. So in the horror genre, there was a movie came out a few years ago called Get Out. And without ruining the entirety of it, basically, this this it's an interracial couple, but that's kind of important here. Basically, you have the, you know, the rich white liberals. I voted for Barack Obama as a line in the movie. This girl, that's her parents. She brings her black boyfriend there, and uh, not everything is as it seems, as as they as they say. And obviously there is a racial component, but I think it works there. And it was it was a good movie. There's a lot of really bad horror flicks out there. That was a great movie. But it turned into, well, you have to watch it because, uh, you know, racial justice, all that. No, I pick movies based on are they good. And so that was a good movie. I've watched it. I've watched it at least one other time since then. There was another movie they were hyping here a few months ago called Antebellum. And the trailer looks really good. In the trailer, you got a uh, you have this. Uh, she's a black woman, she's a professional black woman, and there's cut shots between you know very modern, doing you know business, doing all the business stuff, and then her literally dressed as a slave from the 1800s, working in a cotton field. And there's you know there's quick cut shots. There's the part where at one point there's a woman who kind of looks like she's possessed. Then there's that. There's a scene where the slaves are picking cotton, but they all stopped and they look up because a, a modern day airplane's flying over. And the the trailer gives you this vibe that you're dealing with some like weird multiverse thing, or you know you don't know what time travel. You don't know what it is, but it, it's very well done. And I saw that it became um, available on one of my streaming services. So I'm like, well, I'm going to watch this now. Hmm. Hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, Ross got in three guesses. I said, what do you think? Where do you think this goes? I was thinking maybe at first, maybe it's a prequel to uh, Get Out, because you had mentioned it first, so I thought maybe that's why you're prefacing it with that. Well, yeah, because it has some of the same producers, right. although the directors are new, I guess. so. And from a cinematography standpoint, all that, all that's very well done. The storyline, though, and I'm warning you, you're going to get a spoiler here, because I was just... I was incredibly irritated by it. Well, we can spoil it with a reference from another movie. The other thing I was saying is probably like a Shyamalan The Village. Yeah. Yep. So the premise of the movie, just so we're clear here, is that a bunch of butthurt racist Southerners who long for the days of the Confederacy, even though none of them would have a working memory based on, you know, the fact that they're not 150 years old. 
basically, I get into all the details, decide they're going to set up a plantation and then kidnap slaves. There's, there's more to it, but that's what they're going to do. And um, I, and there's so much um, messaging right up in there, and this apparently would just this would be able to take place in modern day America. Nobody would notice a giant Louisiana slave plantation. And there's imagery. There's a revenge factor. They cut to a lot. There's like a cut shot towards the end of the movie on the edge of the plantation of a Robert E. Lee statue. So they get into the statue debate. All of this. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. But yeah, it's basically the village. Which, I don't know, see, people either hate or like the village. I haven't met anyone who's uh, like, uh, it was, yeah, it was just fine. It was just fine. I shouldn't say I haven't met people. I don't, most people aren't like that. But yeah, when they decide they're going to go in that direction for it, I was slightly irritated. Because none of the stuff in the trailer happened. I still like the village because I'm still proud that I called it in the middle of the movie. Not even the middle of it. It was like the first 10 minutes or something. And I just said as jokingly, my buddy Bob was sitting next to me, my roommate. And uh, it was a DJ at my wedding. Great guy. Sitting there and I'm just like, you know, jokingly, I'm just like, it's modern day. Just being stupid. Just being an ass. Yeah. And then the reveal at the end, I was like, yes! Can't believe I called it. <laughs> because it's so stupid. The blind girl going through the yeah, woods, just, hopping a wall. So dumb. Uh, you know, the what is interesting about that movie is you look at all the people who were in there, and now they're all big stars. Right? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, well, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, obviously, yeah. So, all right, anyway, rambling about movies there. Uh, oh, hey, this was nice. Uh, Moby, do you guys know who Moby is? Obviously, Ross and I worked in music radio. Yeah, so. he had that one album back in like 2001 or 2000. Now, that's not fair. I'm sure he's had other He hits. did. He had that album. Oh, he did have the album. Yeah, and then he, I, I guess maybe he had other albums. Generally, that's how it works. You get one but and then... he sort of dropped off because that album, when it came out, was huge. It had porcelain on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good album. So anyway, uh, Moby... Uh, 
yesterday decided to explain how we can uh, prevent future pandemics. I didn't know Moby. I didn't know uh, Moby was a doctor. Guy apparently he's not, but obviously he probably has some money residuals, so maybe he has a team of doctors. Yes, uh, Moby would like you to know, uh, and this is how he writes it: "Quote a reminder: In a vegan world, there would be no pandemic. One hundred percent of pandemics are zoonotic in origin." Like you remember during the, uh, you remember during the uh, the Black Plague when we would eat the fleas, uh, and, the, and the rats. Yeah, yeah, you'd eat the rats, but then the fleas were on the rats, and then obviously that's well, how you, that got there. Yeah, well, you would kind of garnish the rat with the fleas, like pepper. Really, it's exactly. Yeah, same it just thing. It would move. Yeah, on it your plate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has this dude heard of mosquitoes? Does he know? Because then you, you would need the mosquitoes to be vegan, too, and the fleas, and the fact that I could name, uh, let's see, basically a crap ton of pandemics. But he is thoroughly convinced that if you just went vegan, if you were like Kyle and ate soy chorizo. See, I was how I don't get that reference, but I've, I've had several people reference to me that reference on my Twitch channel at Hayes for Sheriff. They were like, hey, what's up with Kyle being a soy boy? And so I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I like Kyle. Kyle's a good, a good dude. So we had a, um, so we had a. Would you rather? I'll hit you with it because I remember it off the top of my head. So I had two stories. Story number one: the Iran Iran has a third vaccine. Apparently, the first two haven't worked out real great. I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I don't believe it. I know, right? So the third vaccine, which is called, I kid you not, the martyr vaccine, they're getting ready to give that out. And so it was, would you rather have the martyr vaccine or we had a story from, I think, the uh, Business Journal where a company in Charlotte just got a huge round of funding because they are uh, going to create the largest meat-based barbecue food company. So it's 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 Carolina barbecue but there's no meat. It's all vegan-based barbecue which, you know, is just slightly worse than mustard. And so, yeah, but they were going to so I said would you rather get the martyr vaccine or eat the plant barbecue? That's a tough question, right? That is a tough one, yeah. And Kyle said that he actually likes soy chorizo. Oh, I see. Okay. And I then there was you know, honestly none of my business. And then we had like this Glenn Beck length of silence. <laughs> Sometimes Glenn Beck is silent for so long. We have a sensor here that when there's when there's dead air, it trips. <laughs> and it'll, it'll with, dump it it'll dump it it'll, it'll think it's like dead air the system is like there's nothing on the air because glenn like will minutes. have a dramatic pause that's more than i think it's seven or eight seconds and there's a reason for, i can't get into all the reasons why it's that like but um yeah and but, but we can get a printout and it used to send a, a message to our, our former program director so he'd get a message, and if it was any time during the Glenn Beck show, he would just assume everything's fine. Glenn's just being Glenn. So anyway, that's where the soy chorizo reference came from. Kyle was trying to get people to eat soy chorizo. I mean, first of all, I'm not taking the Ayatollah 
uh, vaccine. It's the martyr vaccine? I'm not taking that. So, I mean, yeah, they're both awful, but I would go with the food option. God, can you use the word food? I'm not sure, but I, you know, if I have to pick, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking the Ayatollah vaccine. Okay, all right. I'm not taking the Akmajina jacket vaccine. Uh, no, it's I'm a dinner jacket, uh, and dinner he's jacket. not the he's not president anymore. And actually, it had a whole other part of its name too that had sounded like a naughty word. But yeah, they just for short they just called the martyr vaccine. Which I don't want to take anything that's the martyr thing. But that's just me. 651 KCO Day radio program. Coming up on the show, we will uh, we'll delve into what Governor Cooper would like to see in the budget, uh, which is essentially uh, all the Democratic pet projects. But uh, the way that Ariel wrote it up, apparently the GOP members of the legislature, apparently they're, they're down with this or something, which um, is either true, one, it could be true, and that's why they wrote it. Or two, because they're activist journalists over there, they wrote it to kind of set where the conversation starts. So that when, logically, there is GOP opposition to expanded Medicaid, which will eventually end up and has uh, in all the states that have tried it, Ohio, just look at Ohio, costing a buttload more money than originally projected, um, where there might be some pushback there. So uh, all of that and more coming up, KCO Day radio program. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, uh, real quick, got about a minute in this segment, so let's do this. Paul, go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Always a stitch listening to y'all. Ross, you cracked me up. Uh, But you guys mentioned Moby earlier. And I was actually introduced to him uh, through the movie uh, The Next Three Days. He's got two songs in it. And I thought, wow, who is that? And it just fit the title and the theme and and the moment just incredibly well. And so I did my little research through iTunes and Google and found, uh, and then that's when I realized he also did The Born Identity that Ross had referenced earlier. And uh, I think he's just kind of become a celebrity movie artist um well, yeah but, i mean um okay i mean he had obviously he had like the number one album for an extended period of time but yeah no he's making his money where he's making his money just i wish pandemic science wasn't it because <laughs> what a stupid tweet Good morning. It is the KCO Day radio program. Wow. You know, I was just, we were chatting off the air. We're a week away from baseball opening day, which is April Fool's. 
read nothing into that. So, um, is it the Yankees year again? I think it's the Dodgers. Holy crap, right? Well, no. I mean, first off, we talked about it earlier in the week uh, about Mookie Betts. They're, they're investigating him for a possible uh, cocaine smuggle smuggling, right? Okay. Well, let me just be very clear. Other. Let me just be very clear here. <laughs> We did the story earlier in the week right. about the Cubs minor leaguer exactly. who was arrested uh-huh. uh, with allegedly, what, 20 pounds yeah. of meth? Uh, For 500 bucks. Because he had a friend in the Sinaloa area who asked him to drive all of it, yeah, for $500 from Arizona to Denver. And then Ross said that some people are saying... Which, lots of people, yeah. lots of Excuse me, lots of people, which is wonderful sourcing in this day and age, uh, that uh, former Red Sox player Mookie Betts was smuggling. You and see, I feel like that's just a nasty vicious rumor, so that's an unbiased opinion. It's just uh, it's something I heard from I, yourself I heard on earlier radio. this week. I heard yes. it on the radio. From yourself earlier this week, yes. So he should investigate that guy. I don't want to get sued by Mookie no, Betts. No, he's not really being investigated, but they should look into him. Well, if you're looking into him, <laughs> then somebody's No, you're probably right. It's looking like the Dodgers, yeah. Uh, but honestly, I haven't been paying much attention to it. I don't pay attention a lot to spring training. I can't even tell you what any of the records are, like how the teams are doing, because I'm tired of being excited about spring training, and then it turns out, womp womp, it's just spring training. Right. I've been focusing a lot in the offseason about the Bills. I've been more focused on football. Mm. So once the first, yeah, once the season opens up, I'll be excited. Then I'll start paying attention. Okay. All right. Well, if you're a baseball enthusiast, you don't even have to wait for Major League Baseball. Um, I don't know if you saw this. There's another. Uh, <clears throat> now this is an end- independent, so this is not an associated minor league team, and uh, they'll be playing. I understand at Truist Stadium in uh, Winston uh, Salem, where is uh, where the Dash play, which is a nice stadium, by the way. Have you ever been over to that stadium? I uh, don't think so. No. Okay. I went there. What did I go there for the last time? It wasn't for baseball. Oh, uh, a hop. They had like a hop. Basically, it was a bunch of beer tasting. And they had it all through the uh, Concord beer. It was beer and chili. That's right. The station asked, they're like, hey, do you want to go to, we got these tickets to go to the beer and chili thing. And it's, you know, however, and they didn't finish the sentence because I grabbed the <laughs> pass <laughs> yes. from from our, uh, our uh, promotional director's hand and uh, uh, sped over there. So anyway, uh, so this is the name they went with. The Carolina Disco Turkeys. It's amazing. I'm a big fan. Now, you've seen the logo. I say, and I just great. tweeted this out, by the way. Actually, I, I subtweeted it. I wrote, Coke Spoon Night should be lit. And then... Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to do crazy, wacky things, right? And if it's all going to be 70s... For those of you who don't know, Disco Turkey is another name for a peacock. Were you aware of that? I had no idea, no. Okay. So Disco Turkey's Peacock, so when you look at it, you're like, that's a Peacock. Yeah, it's a Disco Turkey. Anyway, except it's wearing a leisure suit and holding a bat. So, um, so yeah, Carolina Disco Turkey. What was the name the Burlington team just – oh, the Sock Puppets, right? Everyone's getting in on what it, you know whatever you can get pub for. So I guess the Carolina Disco Turkeys play over there. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. But yeah, that could be a night, right? All the all the stuff you serve at the uh, um, concessions, it's just tiny little spoons you get to eat it with. So that'll be fun. That is an amazing logo. We just uh, I just uh, retweeted it at KC on the radio. Wait, I retweeted it. So. Well, then there's two of them. I will take one away. It is fantastic. Well, that's fine. That's a up. great logo. <laughs> oh, okay, you just retweeted it straight. That's good because you're probably not going to get a follow from me making Coke spoon jokes in the other one. <laughs> What other features could you do, 70s? Oh, I got one. All right, so what you need to do is you get a big piece of shrubbery, right? Put it in center field. And, you know, if somebody hits the ball over there, it gets lost in the giant piece of shrubbery. It's another name for shrubbery. Ah, The name's eluding me. But it is a 70s theme, so you do the math on how that thing works. (laughs) Um, So it'll be like the ivy. Or the Cubs, man. I mean, you can That's straight up uh, Travolta, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, that's Travolta in the white suit, in, but it's a peacock in, in the suit. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be good. You look. Here's the deal. Uh, just one of the things, especially in North Carolina, because you got so many minor league teams. Plus, you got independent teams. And there's not just independent baseball. Um, you know, there are independent basketball leagues. What is the Winston Salem? Um, through the the wolves actually is the minor league basket it's not a minor league basketball team it's an independent basketball team and independent hockey teams like you got all of these opportunities to go to these events and I think people are going to be craving this stuff and let's face it when the weather's nice to be sitting out and whether you're you're watching the the grasshoppers or the dash or the the sock puppets or the the disco turkeys or the mudcats or the Durham bulls even. You know, it's a fun night out, and it's and it's relatively inexpensive family night out. Something you can do with the family. I wouldn't take him to Coke Spoon night, but but I'm not really sure that's a thing. That's just my suggestion. And um, I, you know, is people are gonna want stuff to get out and do, man. And so uh, a lot of this, I think, will be uh, very fortunate timing for the um, uh, for these. <laughs> seventh inning bathroom bumps. Look at that. People are embracing my feature night. Wait, what is this? Why are you glossing over college baseball? ECU's ranked eighth nationally. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. But, you know. I'm not. The Pirates are my passion. I love them.
What? Why? Yeah. Since when? I'm just trying to get the guy off your back, man. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know what? I saw a headline for this. Kyle just sent me something. Kyle, who likes soy chorizo. I've heard that. Yeah. He said, So he just sent me something. So somebody fought a bear and a hog were fighting and somebody videotaped it? Where did this happen? It happened in the Smoky Mountains right here? All right, Ross, who do you got? Bear versus giant hog. A uh, bear? I would assume bear. You're going to assume bear, huh? Is it is it wrong? Did the hog win? Now I'm fascinated. Welcome to the mountains, boys. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> you hear the kids there too? Get a bear hog fight. Bear one, by the way. Hogs are nasty, though, man. They got the. They'll kill you. I, I know. Just but being a city boy, though, I would automatically assume bear. Well, if that hog was able to get at the belly of the bear, the it could with its tusk. Look, guy. You know, we got some guys around here that really get into hog hunting, and rightfully so. I don't know if you've seen the. What do you see, Hogzilla? That's from just down the road, man. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yes. You remember yeah. Hogzilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we got some boys in Southern Joko who uh, have actually invited. I remember they were like, hey, you and Ross want to come out and go hog hunting? And I'm like, Ross will be there on Saturday. And then you no-showed. It was very sad. But but you don't want to get down in there, man, especially if you're, if you're doing that at night. You don't want to get down anywhere around them. Because Mama Hog, if she's got little piglets down there. Actually, you know what? You're right. That um, will kill you. Know, you. Now you mention it. There was a time. Where uh, Dick Bickham's legendary outlaw was okay. assaulted at the, in the middle of the night. You're correct, 100% correct, by a damn wild hog or boar, whatever it was. And it's just devoured Dig. It was sad. Came out of nowhere. I'm like, I'm Dig Bickham's dead. Out of nowhere, just purr, squeal piggy. That's on a Twitch channel, Hayes for Sheriff. So it wasn't real, is it the point. It was not real, no, but it, it was brutal, though. It was savage. And fake. And digitally done. It, f- it felt real, though. You know, there's really there's really hogs, and you can really hunt them, and they're really dangerous. Some sometimes. Whereas the other thing, I believe you also ran over a hog with your horse, and nothing happened. You get how one thing's not like the other. But sometimes it is, right? You can learn. We learn from the game, right? Don't mess with the hog. Mm-hmm. You know, how good a golfer I'd be if that just transferred, man. Yeah, right. Because my. Uh, my video game golfing skills are uh, uh, off the chain. All right, so uh, that's yeah. Where was the, where did this happen over there? So uh, Cades Cove, Cades Cove. Uh, according to a man visiting with his friend and family, uh, just off three twenty one near the Pittman Center. And oh, okay, so they were driving. This thing's going on right by the road. That's amazing. The black bear. The black bear was in the process of killing its prey and dragging it up the embankment near the road. Um, yeah. Okay, so they weren't just fighting because they had some neighborhood beef. So the bear started it because he wanted to eat him some hog. Well, I don't know what they'd have beef over, but 
Probably a territorial thing. So yeah, you ever? I'll tell you what. One of my one of the coolest things is you ever seen? I guess let me. Elk are amazing to watch fight. Mountain uh, mountain sheep, same deal. Bighorn sheep. But to see it in person and to hear it, like with uh, with sheep out there, man. Um, and you know what I'm visualizing with the big curls, the big ram curls there. You'll be on the other side of the mountain, and you can hear them doing their thing. And if you're lucky enough to go watch it, it's pretty amazing. Same with elk and and everything, just banging heads, but nothing like bighorn sheep, man. It's crazy, because you think they're right around the corner, and then you get up and you'll glass, and you'll realize they're like a half mile away. Way over on the other side of stuff. You ever watch two deer fight? I guess that's probably the closest I think a lot of people would get there. You ever seen two bear fight? I've seen two bear fight. But I've never seen a bear fight a hog. That kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, where you'd have these old Wild West shows where they'd be like, oh, we transported a lion to Cheyenne, and we're going to fight it against a grizzly bear. See, it's just, once again, different in cultures. I've never seen any of those things. But have you ever seen prostitutes run out of a, a house on fire and jump over a fence into your mom's yard? No, no, I have not. See, it's a difference in cultures. I haven't right. seen the bear thing. Yeah. But you haven't seen that thing. Well, technically, you haven't seen it. You heard about it, described yeah, right. by your mother. But I'm saying different places, you know. Mm-hmm. I did see a prostitute uh, uh, beat the crap out of a car with, like, a pipe. You should pay your bills. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was not, was not my car. No, 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 <laughs> no, no not you specifically. I didn't know the whoever, prostitute money. I right. didn't even know who she was. <laughs> I'm saying whoever, you know. It was just a street scene in Minneapolis one time. <laughs> Ross is already throwing me under the bus. <laughs> I was up for a radio gig once in Minneapolis, and the program director there took me out to dinner, and he tried to get me two hookers. They sat down at the table, and he, I, I was, it was very obvious what was happening, and I was. He tried very, to get you two hookers. Yeah, he sat down. What a high opinion they, he had. They sat of you. down, I, and I, you know, I was like twenty-two at the time, and I was like, I feel incredibly uncomfortable. I went back to my hotel room. He's like, okay, in the morning, I'm going to pick you up, and tomorrow we're going to go to a Method Man concert. And I was like, yeah, sure, it's going to happen. And as soon as he left, I saw, you know, he pulled away. I went upstairs to my room, got my bags, and I drove back to Omaha. <laughs> I'm like. I, you work here well you know there's a happy medium there you could just no, not take uh, the hookers upstairs yeah. well i did not I okay like, right yeah. right but you then didn't have to leave the no, hookers are not going to come out. find I'm you out. <laughs> i didn't want to get beaten by their pimp lysol or whatever his name was <laughs> upgrade right was that was an upgrade in the idiocracy right is that her pimp upgrade right excuse me her manager because she's an artist <laughs> A great movie. All right, seven twenty. Now, were you checking your beers on the way back to Omaha to make sure they weren't following you I, in the hoopty mobile? Man, I was scared to death. I'm told you, I was white, white as can be, twenty two year old. You know, like hundred twenty pounds when wet, and I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like DJ Squalls. <laughs> There's that movie where he goes to prison, and yeah, I felt like it, I, I, you know, one of those things does not belong, and I went back to Omaha. So this was in Minneapolis. This was outside of First Ave uh, and the Target Center over there. And there's a bunch of, like, there's uh, restaurants on this restaurant that's in the Target Center. And so you kind of sit out on this patio, and you would get you'd get a bunch of hookers and stuff over there by First Ave, right? Plucking dudes. It's on the end of, it's at the end of this entertainment district. 
and we're just sitting there, and there's a bunch of us eating, and so we just think it's amusing. And this girl gets in this verbal altercation with another girl, and then some dude, I'm assuming, I don't know if it was pimp or boyfriend or what, comes and picks her up, gets in the car, they're screaming at each other, and the one grabs like a pipe or something that was over on the back of the club and starts beating the crap out of the car. We're just like, this is great, because we're all the way across the street. We're like, this is fantastic, man. Dinner and a show. I think we just went to a tim- <laughs> we just went to a Timberwolves game. Then we were eating there, and then we were watching that. It's a great night. It's a full uh, night. Oh, it's the best. Seven twenty two. Hang on. KC now with Beck at nine and Rush at noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Ross, grab me my bongos. We have some poetry here. From the mayor of Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, this is straight Chamber of Commerce goodness. We'll jam out to this in just a moment. Hang on. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All right, 736. KCO Day radio program. Wow. So let's just get into this. The mayor of Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, her name is Nakia Nakoya Walker. Uh, Democratic Charlottesville, Virginia Mayor Nakoya Walker tweeted a vulgar poem Wednesday. Well, you know what? I don't think it's fair that the author here refers to it as vulgar. Now, the reason they're using the term vulgar is because she actually Facebook posted it and tweeted it, and Facebook took it down, saying that it was vulgar and violated its terms of service. So there's two different versions of this poem. And I, you know what? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. I would prefer that you all be the judge of whether or not um, uh, Ms. Walker's poem is uh, vulgar. Now, 
You should also be the judge as to whether you would want the mayor of your city portraying the city in this fashion. So with the help of my trusty bongos, let's go ahead. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't had these out in a while, have oh, we? I can't wait. Yes. <clears throat> we'll do the short version first. Let me get into uh, <clears throat> beat poet character. Charlottesville! The beautiful ugly it is. It rapes you, comforting you in its stained sheets, and tells you to keep its secrets. Mm. Yeah, there's the short version. What? Charlottesville, the beautiful, ugly it is. It rapes you, comforts you in its stained sheets. I'll let you guess what the sheets are stained with. And tells you to keep its secrets. So, anywho. I mean, that's just not going to fit on a bumper sticker. You can put it on a pamphlet that you hand (laughs) out. You know how cities like pamphlets, don't you? I sure do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Facebook took down Walker's post because of his vulgarity and temporarily locked her account, to which she responded by disseminating the post on Twitter and posting a longer edited version. Charlottesville, the beautiful ugly it is, it lynched you. Hung the noose at City Hall and pressed the souvenir that was once your finger against its lips. It covers your death with its good intentions. It is a place where white women and black kids collect signatures for a white man who questions whether a black woman understands white supremacy. It is destructively world class. White people say that it's a place where gentrification started with the election of a black woman in 2017, and because of white power, a lie becomes hashtag facts. Its daily practice is that of separating you from your soul. Charlottesville, a void of a moral compass. It's as if good old Thomas Jefferson is still cleverly using his whip to whip the current inhabitants into submissiveness. Charlottesville rapes you of your breath. It suffocates your hopes and dreams. This is the mayor of the town. It liberates you by conveniently redefining liberation. It progressively chants while it conservatively acts. Charlottesville is anchored in white supremacy and rooted in racism. Charlottesville rapes you and covers you in sullied sheets. And I took poetry in school because it was full of chicks, so I took the one year as an English elective. So I'm qualified to do this. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's you need a bigger brochure for the uh, longer version there. So, believe it or not, some elected officials in the city of Charlottesville um, don't feel that that's positive. Because they're racist. Well, probably. I mean, obviously, obviously they're... Uncultured. Horrible, uncultured, racist bigots. No experience with bongos. No, that's, that's why... How long have we had these bongos? Oh, like a decade. That's right. Obviously, we keep them in tune... I have to speak candidly and honestly. I mean, it's hurtful. I think it's offensive, said Councillor Michael Payne. I've heard from multiple community members who have been survivors of sexual assault and sexual violence, and seeing this kind of language is extremely hurtful to them. Charlottesville's communications director, Brian Wheeler, says he believes the posts are authentic. City of Charlottesville does not have a comment at this time, but I do believe the post to be authentic. Well, thank you. Thank you uh, for authenticating them. First elected to the Charlottesville City Council in 2017, Walker was endorsed by the Democratic Socialists of America and went on to win the mayor's race. Uh-huh. And, and... Oh, okay. All right. So I didn't realize this. So in the city of Charlottesville, here's how the mayor is selected. You ready? Uh, the mayor is selected from the city council members. She was recently selected to serve a second term as mayor in January. And then in February, Walker revealed that she's under investigation by city attorney Lisa Robinson for misusing city funds. Well, hopefully it wasn't to publish her poetry. Walker said during a city council meeting following her announcement, she was not aware it was wrong for her to buy gift cards with city funds. To then hand out to community members. Yeah. Yeah, I used to call that walking around money. It doesn't matter whether it's you giving them $20 or a $20 gift card to the Olive Garden. You can't do that. The issue first brought up by fellow city council member Lloyd Snook who Walker at the time uh, turned to and said that he was being racist and white supremacist for questioning her expenditures. So Ross called it. Perfect. And then they reelected her. Absolutely perfect. All right, let's get uh, Ray Stajic here from the uh, Weather Channel. Oh, what's going on, sir? Well... Not much. A little foggy. Some of us this morning. Yeah, a little Other less. A little less here now, but it's definitely still yeah. gloomy out there. So yeah, kind of gloomy. Almost like you feel like you know, humidity's up and we're being set up for some rain. And um, we are. The better chance is going to be. Uh, I think, as I mentioned yesterday and the day before, Triad and points west. I think as the line of stronger storms comes through, the best chance for severe weather will be west, uh, and that's going to be overnight tonight. Uh, So some areas of patchy fog this morning, probably cloudy with some limited sun today, 78 though, so very mild for daytime highs. Most of us will be in the upper 70s, and we'll see some of that rain come in probably from about the triad, so Greensboro, Winston-Salem, down towards Charlotte, 
and points west. Maybe a few showers in the triangle as we get into the second half of the day. Cloudy tonight, chance of showers, thunderstorms, triad west, and just a slight chance further east. And then overnight, there's a stray shower, thunderstorm threat. Late night into the early morning hours, by 7 or 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, we're not even talking about rain anymore. I think considerably cloudy then as we get through the morning. Decreasing clouds in the afternoon, very warm, up in the mid-80s for most of us, low 80s, uh, triad mid-80s for the triangle. And then as we get into the weekend, more showers and thunderstorms are possible. So we get the message, and it's still the same. As you go further west, the rain chances are better. There's going to be a round coming in uh, later this morning in through the early mid-afternoon for the triad. You might get clipped in the triangle. And as you go further east, maybe no rainfall. Then mid to late afternoon today may actually be a little bit of a break before we see another round of showers and thunderstorms come in later tonight, uh, weakening as it comes through, but still a slight chance of a severe storm or two, especially the further west you go, KC. So a little tricky on the, the details of the forecast, but the bottom line is still that better chance of rain as you go further west, and that leads to a better chance of uh, some severe weather, especially further west. Uh, but there will be, it looks like, another tornado outbreak today, Mississippi and Alabama, and maybe even on into Tennessee. So we'll escape that, I think, this time. Okay. All right, man. Appreciate yeah. it. We'll chat an hour. Okay. There you go. Ray Stajic from the uh, Weather Channel. Coming up, home improvement hanky-panky gone wrong. Really, really, really wrong. Hang on. Ovid cost you your home? Cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you need to worry most about is home title theft. The title documents to our homes are online. The thief finds your home's title and forges your name on a new deed, stating you sold your home to him. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock helps protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register to see if you're already a victim and enter radio for 30 free days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. I'm sure that's not what he said. Ross, Ross just told me that Marco Rubio just warned that the aliens are about to attack. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be playing the audio soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he I'm is, just teasing this. He was interviewed by TMZ, and he said that there are aliens above oh, UFOs. Oh, T- ab- TMZ? Above, yeah, above our military bases, and they're going to be blown up Okay. by the UFOs. To which I responded, I don't, I don't believe you. But you say there's audio. We will we will check out the audio coming up. It'll be uh, second segment of the next hour, okay? Because we got Mark Walker is going to be joining us uh, eight oh five. Because holy crap, you know we got enough to talk about up with uh, DC and guns. Then, then, and, then he's probably heard the same thing, right? Well, remember he was on a committee where he wasn't allowed to talk about anything. <laughs> It's not some yeah. sort of, ah, ah, smoking gun. That's not what that is. More had to do with, you know, uh, national security interests from other countries, dealing with other countries, like the Irans or uh, North Korea, where apparently they just, North Korea finally got their password restored for their missiles, I guess. That's weird, right? They yeah. shooting missiles. Again. You know, it was COVID. It was COVID, oh, yeah. that's why they weren't shooting them for the they last few years. Down, you the peak of COVID, and now things are getting better. Uh, nature is healing itself, and they're launching mis- missiles into the sea. That's so. you think that that's the reason they've <laughs> yes. restarted firing missiles? One hundred percent, yes. Nothing else. <laughs> Do you get, I mean, what, what, what else could it be? 
I don't know. Ooh, well, yeah, you know yeah. what? Hey, you know what? Uh, to your point, it would have to be awkward to be a godlike supreme leader. And then, you you know, you have to do that candid shot where you're sitting in front of a 1980s computer, uh, you know, launching missiles. You don't want to do it with a mask on, let alone one of those stupid nose mask things no, looks, we tweeted earlier. It looks stupid. It looks like weakness. Yeah. You can't have that when you're a living deity. In front of your 1980s. It looks like the actual, like, uh, ball you used while playing Missile Command at the at the arcade. Yes. At the Rolly Ball. Yeah. To, shoot, to protect, you know, to shoot off your own nukes. That's your missile mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you enter you intersplice that with missile parades, and then you riding a white horse up a sacred mountain. You don't want to be wearing masks for any of this. All right, so they just started shooting missiles again over North Korea, and we're sure it has nothing to do with changing governments here. Well, that's good. I'm glad that we uh, I'm glad we checked that out. So you remember we had a story yesterday about uh, they pulled men and women and basically said, so how's uh, the lockdown been for uh, for your intimate life? And uh, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, overall, overwhelmingly, guys, pretty happy. Loving it. I'd say it's more frequent. A little more spontaneous, yeah, hey. Uh, the women uh, were of the opinion that, leave me alone. So I, uh, they, they didn't have quite a positive uh, outlook there. But, you know, everybody's different. Like this husband and wife. What's this guy's name, Eric? So anyway, he was doing a little home repair, uh, which included, essentially, they were changing out the door handle on a door. And it required them to take off the existing door handle, drill a slightly larger hole to fit the new knob. And uh, according to the 911 call, that's when things got a little cray-cray. See, Eric, and where would he Where would he have even thought of this? I don't know. I have no idea. Right? It's like there's anything on the internet not, you would look at and get inspired. Not, to, a, not a damn thing involving a do, hole. Yeah, the hole there in you the know, door. Right. So um, so the husband had the genius idea to put something through the hole before installing the uh, door handle. And then the wife would be on the other side of the door. You catch where this is going? Here's the problem. It only just fit. And he had taken medication. So once it started to constrict, it caused, on top of everything else, some significant swelling. So now that is stuck in the door hole. Which again... How he even came up with the idea to do this, 
It's a mystery. It's like we the, may never know. It's like the pyramids. We don't yeah, know. We just don't. Oh, I think they figured that out. But aliens. Yes. That's no, 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 no. I think it was uh, logs rolling logs on water or something. But uh, the point is, this this uh, this innovator ended up. His wife had to call nine one one because it was cutting off circulation and was uh, getting more and more excruciatingly painful. Eventually, paramedics and had to show up. And they made a decision to literally cut out the area around the door, so the dude was then taken to the hospital with a with a block still attached, destroying the door. And eventually, once they got him there, they were able to decrease the blood flow and get the door off of his uh, his business there, sports car. So that probably will be the only time in history anyone attempts to do that. He was the first and will likely be the last. Don't we think? Oh, no question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one will ever try that. So. I kind of feel like in a way he's just bragging, too. But uh, there you go. Don't do that. If you're, you know, doing some renovations. Okay? All right. Very good. 888-934-7874. We got lots to get to here in the final hour. Hang on. here on the KCO Day radio program. Good morning. It is Thursday, and uh, we welcome in former Congressman, Senate candidate Mark Walker, who is actually up in D.C. today. How are you doing, sir? Casey, man, I'm doing well. I hope I hope that you're having a good week. What are you gonna? What are you doing up in D.C.? Just uh, you strolling around, taking pictures of the fence, the really nice <laughs> well, fence they have there. Oh my goodness! I, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time in D.C. this year, but I, you know, all seriousness, the oppression that exists even more so than what has in the past. You know, these National Guard soldiers that are just standing in these groups, just standing there all day long as Nancy Pelosi's political pawn of press. Uh, it's just very, very sad to see. Uh, but no, we're, we're having some meetings, getting ready to meet with the Vice President Pence or Vice President Pence here in uh, just about an hour or so, and uh, a good friend of mine, and uh, thank the world of him. <laughs> yeah, Ross is having lunch with the king later, so was that... Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he got, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to have breakfast with Pence. Okay. What is? Let me ask you this, because I think for a lot of people, maybe they don't know. What is Pence doing now? Like, he didn't, you know... Pitt- Yes. Yeah. Well, he he didn't go to the special interest group. You know, a lot of times when uh, when you end a race or or you don't succeed, you get hired by these big lobbyist groups. Uh, Pence has stayed true. He, uh, yesterday, he was in North Carolina with Franklin Graham tur- uh, touring the Samaritan's Purse operation, both in Boone and North Wilkesboro. 
Uh, yeah, but his main work that he's doing right now is with a conservative group called Heritage. Uh, some of your listeners may be familiar with both Heritage Foundation and then their uh, Heritage Action is more of the, the political arm of the organization. He is guiding those guys right now. I think they're looking for a new president, new chairman. So, uh, so yeah, he's staying involved in making sure that uh, conservative ideology, to the best that he can, has a place in the Washington world. Not less than two editorials appearing over the last two days in the Washington Post, uh, Margaret Sullivan and um, Jennifer Rubin, both of which cautioning reporters today to essentially not treat Joe Biden the same way they treated Donald Trump as uh, Biden will hold his first, quote-unquote, true press conference today. What are your expectations for what we're going to see today today? Um, especially based on, and I want to play this audio, yesterday, this uncomfortable moment where yeah. Joe Biden is trying to get Ron Klain to tell him what's going on. Um, now we're going to get down to business here, and, uh, and uh, Ron, who am I turning this over to? Well, I, well, well uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. <laughs> I think it's uh, time for the press, our friends in the press to leave, though. Thank you. I've never seen so much rushing the press out of a room as I've seen during the first couple months of this guy's uh, term. Today, that won't be an option. How do you think they play it? Well, I, I think a lot of the questions will be programmed, and uh, President Biden will have probably the answers in some kind of 22 or 24 font print in this three-ring binder notebook uh, and try to keep them online there. Uh, you, you know, we can make some jokes here, but, but Casey, I see this situation as very sad. When I saw him coming up the steps trying to get on the Air Force One and tripping two or three times, and his just looking around the room as far as what next, even in the clip you just played, it's kind of a cliche, now it's time to get down to business. What's next, Ron? Well, well, there's nothing next for you, Mr. President. You have only two things on your calendar today, and now it's time for the press to leave. The, the, the hypocritical double standard of how President Trump would walk out of there and he would take your best shot, and sometimes hour after hour, the fact that they've already controlled President Biden to this level shows you two things. One, they don't want him talking, or two, he doesn't even understand the issue to be able to articulate it, and that's not a good place, both for our country, but also from a national security standpoint. Yeah, I, it's, it comes down to another thing for me. National security, obviously, is huge, and I know that that was, uh, that was your purview uh, during your time up there, but I just, you can't make a coherent argument if you're the opposition party if you don't know who to discuss things with. So if you're, I, I read something that Mitch McConnell and people, I, if people weren't around earlier today, maybe they don't know this. Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden are buddies, or at least have historically been friends to the point that I think Mitch, it's Mitch McConnell was the only senator invited to Biden's son's funeral, right? And McConnell said that he hasn't talked to Joe Biden at all since he's been in office. So if you're Mitch McConnell and you're in a leadership position as a minority party and you don't even know who to discuss things with to compromise or to discuss legislation or executive orders, um, that's even scarier to me because how are the other arguments even heard if there's just some backroom group of folks putting all of this together on Biden's behalf? Well, that, Casey, and you probably have Ron Klain, the chief of staff, whose track record is horrendous, is basically making the decisions for the free world. And if not him... As Joe Biden kind of gazes over at uh, his vice president, Kamala Harris, 
like what to do next. And, and you saw where he turned the border crisis, of course, they don't call it a crisis, uh, the, the border crisis situation over to uh, the vice president, who just uh, just a year ago said that she would dem- decriminalize these illegal people coming across smuggling children, drugs, and everything else. That's that's the critical breaking point of our society there if she is the one making the calls. Uh, and that's a very scary situation because you get even when she was running for president, she got about 3% of the vote, even on the Democrat side. So, so it's chaos up here right now in Washington, D.C. And if you talked to some of the rank and file, even Democrats, they know they've got a major problem right now. What? Um, where do you think this uh, this HR one goes? Uh, this would be the uh, we're going to essentially uh, we're going to take all of the things we said were temporary from the last election cycle, make it permanent, and expand upon it. Um, I saw something from a strategy standpoint that Republicans were hoping that they uh, uh, went to go ahead and pass this thing because they will be able to fundraise and run against it, and the Supreme Court will strike it down. Are you so confident that you think GOP should take that chance? Not at all. That is that is way too risky, because here's why. There's a precedent here of once things are passed in Washington, D.C., they never really get undone. Uh, case in point, uh, how about the Affordable Care Act or, or Obamacare? Republicans ran for seven or eight years. We had a chance to work with Vice President Pence and get a repeal to the Senate that John McCain and, and some of the friends uh, voted against. But but you can't take that risk. when And you just said it well. All the things that you didn't like about the last election and expand on it was your words. It's like putting on steroids. And to see that kind of corruption or federal overreach in statewide elections scares the hell out of me. Excuse my language there, but, but we shouldn't risk that and hope the Supreme Court, you know, far be it for me to put my faith in John Roberts, but this is something that I think is very dangerous. You need to stop it now. It really comes down to two people, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. If they will stand and not cave on the filibuster, this cannot get the 60 votes that it needs. Yeah, and, and you know, even if they uh, – uh, Joe Manchin, I believe, sp- specifically spoke to this, that he's not willing to for – no, he said he's not willing to for the gun legislation. I don't think he's, he's weighed in on this. Um, Correct. I'm getting – here's the thing. I understand that Joe Manchin is in a position of power, but I'm getting a little sick of Joe Manchin having to one-off every piece of legislation about how he feels about the filibuster. Either the guy supports the filibuster or he doesn't. I know that there is this, this the filibuster's racist, there's this really dumb narrative out there that uh, Klobuchar and others are pushing, but um, on the filibuster and D.C. statehood, they're full court pressing on this stuff right now. And um, one, where do you think it goes? Two, how in the heck then does Joe Manchin continue to be a West Virginia senator if they're going, if he's going to him and haw on this, I don't understand why the people of West Virginia put up with that. Well, you know, it's kind of that good old boy network, but I will tell you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4 the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. Yeah, uh... Joe Biden uh, is good friends with Joe Manchin, has been over the years. I, I, I'm hoping that Joe can speak some wisdom, but but you're right. Uh, listen, Waffle House doesn't have anything on Joe Bi- on Joe Manchin's waffling history. This is something uh, that we really never know where Joe, Bi- Joe Manchin stands. Sometimes he'll act like he's coming out strong, only to cave. People ask me all throughout North Carolina, what we can can we do to engage? I give him I give him Joe Manchin's office number here in the U.S. Senate. Keep calling, keep putting the pressure on him, and, and to some degree, Kirsten Cinema is somebody that doesn't always go with the, with what the Democratic Party's talking points are as well. So, outside of those two people, you don't have any potential allies on the Democrat Senate side to push back, whether it's gun control, HR one, uh, statehood for Washington, uh, expanding the Supreme Court. Those are all the issues over the next 18 months that we have got to make sure we do not uh, we do not secede because if it does, it fundamentally changes our republic and gives the Democrats the advantage and keeps them in power maybe for a generation or two, if not longer. The state of North Carolina's legislature uh, joining 25 other legislatures around the country. To introduce a bill, ours known as House Bill 358, the Save Women's Sports Act, um, this essentially would um, would say that you, based on whatever your whatever your gender at birth is, that's the line of sports you can participate in. Uh, Christy Nome, who uh, I think a lot of people like, basically is kind of waffling on her state's version of this. Her concern is that the language would threaten collegiate sports. And she wants it to only cover high schools. How important and how broad do you think this issue is from a state-by-state level uh, here in North Carolina? And maybe you think it should be a national thing. Well, I I, I do. I I think this is one of those crossroads issues as far as where do you stand up as a conservative. Uh, Ten years ago, this wasn't even a conversation. That's how progressive our country is moving at times at a warp speed. Uh, it, it, it most, and I've seen some of the polling. Most people, from a common sense perspective, understand that biological males should not be competing on a sports field, on a volleyball court, on a, in a basketball arena with their daughters and with their sisters. This, this is absolutely ludicrous. You shouldn't even have to have passed legislation, but I certainly would support and certainly support the guys there in Raleigh in the State House. Uh, listen, I like Tristy Noem like m- most Americans do. She's been a strong supporter of, of President Trump, and I encourage her. In fact, uh, not to share too much, but I've actually texted her a time or two over the last couple of weeks uh, trying to encourage her along this line and uh, certainly wish and hope that she holds the line on this. And I understand there's an economic aspect. 
she's got probably tens of thousands of jobs. Amazon's looking at her state. The NCAA is looking at maybe pulling out some of the championships like they did when they extorted North Carolina. Uh, but at some point, if all of us will stand up and speak out on these issues, we won't get steamrolled by the progressive left. Now, or uh, a would-be governor who essentially went and was working actively against North Carolina, such as Roy Cooper did prior to taking office. Uh, I mean, well, he and Josh Stein both, yeah. uh, the attorney general there. Yeah, it, it, that's and that's one of the amazing things. I don't know if if, if North Carolinians fully understand the damage that he have all for, for personal self-interest to run for governor and, and how many economic uh, hardships were created in North Carolina just from his behavior. Yeah, oh, that story we covered it extensively. But yeah, it's mind when I tell it to people who've never heard it, it blows their oh, mind that he would crazy. be out there. As a, yeah, he's literally in Silicon Valley, going, "Look, um, you know, you got to take a stand against this." And, and and these companies were coming out, putting press releases out, and he was encouraging it. And the financial impact was significant. So. All right. There's no question about it. Yes, and I and I appreciate you continuing to raise your voice on it. And uh, you did you did a great job, Casey. I hope you keep it up. All right. Lastly, do you think aliens are coming to destroy our military bases? No, I've not seen any evidence that says that they're <laughs> at least coming over the next few weeks or months. I, I, I uh, uh, it may maybe China at some point, but but uh, yeah. but but nothing. I think from out in another galaxy at this point. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, I just because we're going to play some Marco Rubio audio and make jokes. So I'm sorry to drag you in there, but didn't you find it interesting that apparently North Korea has figured out how to reshoot missiles now? It's just what a yeah, coincidence. It, it, it just it's it's just just amazing at some of the things, and, and I. <laughs> I worry that some other countries are going to start discovering some things when they see just how weak we are with this administration. And it's uh, we won't get into the national security topic, but maybe next time we can talk about some of those concerns. All right. Well, that's if the aliens don't murder us. So hopefully they don't, and, <laughs> and we chat next week, okay? Sounds good, Casey. Take care. All right. There you go. Uh, Mark Walker joining us here on the KCO Day radio program. And we will get the Marco Rubio audio for you coming up next. So hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Well, uh, they're just like us. I think that's important to know. So... All right, so the way this was sold to me by somebody who will... <clears throat> Ross, is that Marco Rubio was projecting that aliens were going to attack our military bases. Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. And then I had you pull the audio. Right, because TMZ talked to him at the airport, yeah. All right, so this is TMZ interviewing Marco Rubio at the airport. Let's listen in. Stuff flying over military installations and no one knows what it is and it isn't ours so for me that's logical you want to know what it is I mean, it's common sense right stuff's flying over the top of your most sensitive installations and it's not ours and no one knows whose it is you should find out what it is and tell us okay all right well that's, that, that seems logical right before we get into the rest of it that seems logical it sure does could be yeah. the russians right. could be the chinese yeah. could be just uh you know some um uh, uh, some hacker i mean who, who the hell knows 
Let's so let's uh, that's his answer. Let's listen to the rest of it. I mean, are we going to get like the friendly aliens? You think if if if, if you, you think honestly, <laughs> uh, should lens. people be worried? I mean, I guess that's a better question. Well, I think the worry is with the stuff flying over our facilities and we don't know what they are. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, that's the concern. Maybe maybe it's got a logical explanation to it. But you know, people want to know. I want to know what it is. So listen, the UFOs over our military installations. It's the opposite of Independence Day. Where first they came over the cities. Now they're over, right? They're over the military bases. Oh, good Lord. They're going to destroy those, and then they're going to enslave mankind. Okay, one. I mean, I, just, don't, I, don't, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but. Right, right. And it's not like the only person to mention aliens was the TMZ guy. If extraterrestrials were to show up tomorrow, they'd be hostile, and they would want to enslave us. I'm just saying. Now, to your point about the plan of attack, no, it didn't make any sense. Why would you destroy the cities and not the military apparatus? Right. Even the Japanese understood that. Exactly. Yeah. They realized that if they wanted to be successful, they had to take out our Pacific fleet. They probably saw the tape. They saw Independence Day, and they were like, you know what? We're going to flip that around. So you think in 1941, the Japanese got a copy of Independence Day? No, no. I'm talking about recently. They saw Independence Day. Now they oh. flipped. Yeah. Oh, the aliens yes. saw it. And they're probably not going to fall for the virus. of news twice an hour and smart talk all day 94.5 wpti in the triad and 1061 fm talk in the triangle well like everything else uh, the showboaty uh, little conversations and hearings up in congress will roll on today um who should be held accountable for the spread of hoaxes extremism and disinformation the heads of google facebook and twitter will answer those questions And the Democrats, look, here's what they're doing. They want to beat them into submission on this, vaccinations, you name it, so that uh, at the end of the day, the members of Congress are more, or their political leanings are what controls speech on social media. That's what this is about. Which is why there's such a distinctive difference in how they deal with Zuckerberg. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, though not as interesting as uh, last time around. Um, but that's happening. Yesterday was interesting. We talked about the elections bill and the fact that um, you know they want a federal. Essentially, they want to federalize our elections. Currently, the states handle it, and it, it was rather interesting to watch uh, one of the proponents of it under questioning get a little tripped up over it. Uh, well, thank you, Senator. Uh, when we look at legislation across the country, uh, we look to see whether the measure is potentially restricting or suppressing. Right, just or- on, the, on the question I ask, why would that bill removing dead people from the voter rolls based on Social Security information be voter suppression? All right. This is a very good question. This is Toomey who's asking him that. And um, so this guy's claim that it would be voter suppression because one of the ways in which they purge the voter rolls is when somebody dies and a death certificate is issued and is attached to a social security number, the social security number goes into a database. And then when the states do their purging, uh, they don't just purge it based on that, mind you. They don't just immediately purge it. They go through whatever the process is, and the process could constitute three months' worth of mailings or simply timing out. And then, and only then, would they purge them from the voter rolls. So why would, you know, it be a bad idea if the federal government is adding them to the list of dead people? 
Why would you not want to do it that way? So listen to this witness. Because there are frequently errors in the lists that are used in Social Security and other. And so so your view would be your view would be the federal government is not capable of telling the state which Social Security recipients died and no longer get a check. So we should turn the entire election over to a federal structure. I, I just don't agree. Senator Blunt, can we allow the witness to answer the That's Amy Klobuchar, by the way, who's coming into uh, CYA for this guy who's getting his ass handed to him. Question, no, please. No. No. The witness, no. The witness did answer the question. Okay. The witness answered the question, okay, Secretary. We'll clarify Senator, it. We'll clarify it later. Senator, the witness mm-hmm. answered the question by saying the federal government often is in error in giving information to the states. That was the answer to the question. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, all of that continues to uh, literally not move the needle. But uh, it continues to be a thing. Uh, grab that. 888-934-7874. Uh, let's head to Florida. It's not a Florida man. It's a Florida woman. But I only have the one song. So, Florida man. Florida man is something in the water, the air or sand That makes you do all that crazy crap It's like the state is one big dumbass trap Nowhere else has the Florida man It is almost like as the weird factor climbs You'll find out it happened in Florida every time Florida man, Florida man If anyone can cheer me up, you know you can Does my life get crazy? But of course, but it's not as bad crap Crazy as yours, nowhere Else are you gonna find him They're so used to it, they don't mind him Hooray for Florida man Well, like I said, it's Florida mom, not man It's Edith Riddle of Jacksonville Who apparently showed up to her daughter's middle school With boxing gloves super glued to her hands and attacked a student, and was going to fight a teacher. You ever consider which of your child's teachers you would most like to fight? Is it based on passion or just the you one know, you think you, know you could why? be? You know, I have, yeah. no, I have no comment. <laughs> I I was a uh, I was just throwing that question oh, out thought, into the ethos. Oh, okay, sorry. Anyway, I'm busy. Why do you have boxing gloves taped to your hands? I, How I, do you push buttons like that? Listen, I am not dipping them into a thing of glass. A glass. Glue. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, <laughs> glue glass. I'm just a big fan of the movie Kickboxers, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. You remember well, that? who yeah. is it? Right, yeah. Right. What, after uh, what they did to his brother? Yeah, it's a little cosplay. That's all. His brother didn't deserve that. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> Police said that the... Yes. That's great. Is it a middle school, too? Police say the school safety officer had heard a, quote, frantic announcement over the school's radio system about a fight outside the cafeteria around noon. Well, that's when you fight around noon or right after school, and you do it outside of whatever. Did you have a, a designated fighting place at your school? We had the pit. We had a certain side of the school, yeah. It was like in a little, uh, it's a side of the school, a little nook and cranny. It was like a outside, but it, I can't even explain it. But yeah, so ours was the pit, and you know, it's obviously there's lots of elevation changes where I grew up. So the school sits on this on the high point, and downtown. Whoop! Just hit my microphone. Downtown Buffalo, Wyoming, sits right below it, and there's an alley, and it's like a straight down the hill alley. But what it allows, because it's straight down the hill because there's still elevated parking lots that are finished, 
you can stand in the parking lots and it's like you're looking down into a into a, a, a stadium. And so that was the pit. So whoever's going to fight would go to the bottom of the pit. Dude, we had teachers that would come and watch. <laughs> right? This, I don't know the stuff I mean, would play right now. It was a different time because that's where the that's where the staff parking lot was, and so they but they would have to go to the edge to see what was going on down there, and then kids would line the whole elevated area, and then the fight would. Uh, uh, I still remember the best two fights I ever saw in there: uh, 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 Nathan Galliano and Brad Borgelli, uh, who were cousins, and they put on a hell of a show, and uh, Owen Wood and Brian Heller. And Owen Wood, man, that was the kid you didn't want to mess with. He ended up going in the Marines, and um, Owen had Owen had a really tough background. I don't know if I, now that I've given his last name, I should get into it. But this is this is a positive story. Owen had a really bad deal. Just you know, just ended up in foster care, the whole thing. And um, he was one of those guys where you could always tell there was something a little off with Owen, and it was obviously all the baggage that was there. But also, you didn't want to screw with him because he just came across as one tough SOB. And I remember he ended up going to the Marines, and I, I ran into Owen uh, after a few years in, and it really did a lot for him. And then he got into some real stuff overseas, and I remember he was dealing with some bad PTSD stuff. Bad PTSD stuff. Like to the point where he he was driving in a lightning storm, yeah, yeah. You mentioned this guy. Uh, I before. talked about the yeah. sun here. Is driving because it was just, and they ended up. It was right after he got arrested for that, and they ended up obviously working it out. Thankfully, he yeah, was driving in a in a in a lightning storm, and just started freaking out, thinking he was you know, back doing what he was doing there in the Middle East, and he ended up fighting a highway patrol officer, and it was a whole bad. It was a bad deal, and thankfully the highway patrolman was a vet. And so everything kind of worked out there, but oh man! But yeah, well, I remember in high school that fight. Holy cow! But the fact I also remember distinctly there was two teachers watching it from up in the elevated position. <laughs> I just think it was so weird. So in this case, Edith Riddle goes down there. She's going to fight, and she they found her in a physical altercation with a student. So first, she went to the middle school to fight a student who her daughter was in a fight with, and then. Uh, was going to fight the vice principal, I guess. So that's going to cause more damage because I'm I'm sure her kid was getting bullied or something, and she was like, "Well, I'm going to need to defend my child." But now you're, you're known as the the kid whose mom showed up to fight another kid. Not just showed up to fight another or kid, boxing gloves, but had MMA. Well, I guess they were MMA gloves, super glued to her wrist with the glass. No, the like glass. No, you added the glass there. Okay. It was not kickboxer. But the fact that they were super glued to her wrist, holy crap, man. The girl suffered bruises to her knees and forearms. So mom won, I guess. Yeah. What? I guess, you got to keep the record straight. You got that going for you, right? One yeah. and zero. Oh. Yeah. Well, now you're in jail. So, <laughs> but um, and believe it or not, the girl's parents did want to press charges against the mom for beating up their middle school daughter. I know what a world we live in. Eight forty six. Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. You ever showed up at yep. your kid's school to fight the vice principal and another student? Uh, no, principal, but no, no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, go right to the top, man. Yeah, go right to the top. Look, no, if it's but like you know any what? 80s, uh, you know, uh, uh, Marine takes a secret job as a teacher 
story from any right. of the movies. The principal's yeah. part of the drug ring anyway, so that's a good. Point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, exactly. So We're always in on. Yeah, it. I wanted to go after maybe a couple of coaches and some booster club members, but other than yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I, I managed to maintain. I managed to maintain and hold myself back, though. But you know, those thoughts crossed my mind. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> dip your, <laughs> dip your gloves in glass like kickboxer, and you'll make Ross's day. So. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, the forecast not making uh, too many people's day today. A lot of clouds. Um, the good news is, is that uh, no rain. There are some showers out toward the mountains as you get toward Asheville and out near Boone, but uh, most of that rain stays to the west until later today when the triad may see some showers. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 70s, so it should get pretty warm out there. Might get some peaks of sunshine, but right now, look at the satellite picture. It looks like we're locked in. Cloudy tonight in the mid-60s, uh, some showers and thunder showers from the triad west. Just a slight chance later in the triangle, and then early tomorrow, leftover showers, thunderstorms ending into the afternoon, breezy and mild. Low to mid-80s triad may stay in the upper 70s. For our low to mid-80s in the triangle triad may stay in the um, upper 70s. As Either way, it's going to be a warm day tomorrow. might be even close to records for Raleigh. And then on Saturday, a few showers possible and scattered showers and thunderstorms Sunday. Upper 70s, low 80s Saturday in the upper 70s on Sunday. So really getting ourselves shoved into springtime temperatures here, KC, and springtime showers and thunderstorms. But I do feel... The severe threat is minimal late tonight, early tomorrow, but it's not zero. Better chance the further west you go. All right, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. And we'll come back, chat with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on. One FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. 8.53, your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Containers for Less. That's Containers, the number for less.com. Jeff Bellinger, what's going on? Well, good morning, Casey. Uh, stocks uh, lost ground yesterday, and the futures pointing uh, lower this morning. Uh, Dow futures are down 140 points. Uh, no reason for negative sentiment. Uh, some traders are saying it may just be some adjustments as we get close to the end of a quarter. There was a significant improvement uh, last week in the number of first-time claims for unemployment benefits. The Labor Department counted 684,000 initial applications, and that was down from 781,000 the prior week. The cruise line's International Association, it's a trade group, has asked the Centers for Disease Control to allow sailings from American ports starting in July. The organization says the CDC guidance issued back in October is outdated. Cruises are resuming in other parts of the world, but the CDC says its plan to phase in openings will stay in effect through November 1st. You don't want to hear this, KC, and I'm even reluctant to report it because I could help cause the problem. But there is a chance, just a chance now, the toilet paper may be in short supply again. If it happens, it won't be due to hoarding as it was at the start of the pandemic. Supplies could tighten, though, because of the global shipping container crisis. Suzano of Brazil is the world's biggest producer of the wood pulp used to make bath tissue. It ships most of its pulp in cargo vessels, so supply snags are possible, and it's something that's on the radar screens right now. The backlog of ships at the Suez Canal getting worse. Canal officials may have been overly optimistic yesterday when they predicted the waterway could be reopened by 
by today. An elite team is working to free the giant container ship that ran aground in the canal. The salvage master there says the best chance for returning shipping to normal may not come until Sunday or Monday when the tide will reach a peak. Americans poured money into their homes since the start of the pandemic. Researchers at Harvard estimate about $419 billion was spent on home improvements and repairs. And Lowe's is hoping to hang on to all of the new customers who came in during the pandemic. It's extending its spring sales period, KC. Instead of a single weekend of spring discounts, the home improvement chain will have in-store and online events and promotions all throughout next month. All right. Thank you, sir. And we'll chat tomorrow. Sounds good, Casey. Have a good day. Uh, you too. There you go. Jeff Bellinger from uh, Bloomberg News. Uh, there was some speculation. I'm not sure where it emanated from, but there was speculation that the uh, the Joker dude who was down in Miami dressed as the Joker standing on top of a car throwing uh, a bunch of ones in the air, making it rain. Let's see. This guy is screaming... COVID's over, man. COVID's over. There was some speculating that that was actually Ross, who happened to be off that day. Yeah, I read that on a blog, and I think I heard it on the radio. You read it on our blog? Yes. That, that's correct. And then when the highlight, when the title was read on the blog, then it technically was read on the yes. radio. So it's dual source. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's not you. How do I know? They doxed him. Yes, the uh, Daily Beast with an article entitled, We Unmask the Spring Break Joker, and He's a COVID Truther with Marriage Problems. This this feels an awful lot like uh, the black forklift driver who did the Biden, was it a, no, it wasn't even a Biden meme, what was it, a Pelosi meme? Right, made a Pelosi yeah, meme? he slowed it down so suddenly she was drunk, yeah. And then, they, so they went and doxed him as well. So yes... They uh, decided to go ahead and do, and this is a really long article. So they decided to deep dive this dude uh, who is from Chicago. He's in his 30s. They basically go through, you know, works service industry sometimes. He's a muralist. Um, but they just want you to know that uh, he sucks. He's horrible. He's a COVID truther. His argument being, um, you know, a bunch of you know a bunch of different um, uh, anecdotal experiences that he's had, and even his own wife can't stand him. And it's like, you know what? Now this is where we are. We just go and we'll just uh, we'll dox anybody if a video of them ends up going uh, viral. Well, it's important to know that the guy that was uh, on top of a car, or whatever, dressed up like the Joker, throwing money out, and you know, with the face paint, mm-hmm. it's good to know that he's, they think he's somewhat imbalanced and kind of crazy. So yeah. it's good to know. Because yeah, we, yeah. we didn't know that. We weren't sure. Well, it was too, far too many people were taking him seriously, yeah, obviously. I had, had no idea. That money, though, right? That was real? It was... Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the money was real. Yeah, well, so, uh, so there's that. So. I'm sure the spring breakers are going to be like, nope, not taking this money. Now, to be fair, uh-huh. no, that's a good point, uh, considering the bunch were dining and dashing and robbing each other. Um, now, to be fair, it, it, this is due to a lack of other stories, except for this one here, uh, Washington Post. Apparently, uh, Governor Cuomo had set up a bunch of specials and VIP arrangements for COVID testing during the pandemic. Arranging for his family, including CNN host brother Chris Cuomo, to get home visits from New York staff healthers, uh, health staffers to administer at the time scarce tests and rush them to a lab using state troopers. 
And he did it for dozens of VIPs in penthouses throughout Manhattan as well. So, and you know what? Also, uh, water is wet, and sometimes the wind blows the president over. So, big news for you right there. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.